The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. The Lord says that uh, He's doing a good work in me today, and He did one yesterday, and He's going to continue. Praise God forevermore. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Heaven and Hell, Act on Your Words. Speak the Word. We're going to talk about heaven and hell and how they both respond to your words and also respond to your thoughts. And there again, I, I, you know, I was thinking this morning or the other day as I was finishing up this message that I speak an awful lot on the power of the words that you, we, we speak, but there's a reason why I do that. I have been instructed by the Lord himself to teach his people the power that is in their mouths and in their words and how they affect everything in their lives because I don't think if people had even just an inkling of how the words coming out of their mouths is, is, you know, or how they're affecting their lives, they would be a little bit more careful on some of the words, you know, they would try to catch some of those thoughts and, and catch some of those words because really they're destroying you. Saints, let me put it to you this way. In the military, they put men and women through a rigorous training for weeks and weeks. This training prepares the recruits for all elements of service. It, it prepares them for physical, mental, and emotional. It gives service mentors the basic tools necessary to perform the roles that will be assigned to them. This is referred to as BCT, which means basic combat training. After BCT trainees move to advanced individual training, which is AIT, where the skills necessary for one's chosen field in the military and learned. And here we might relate that to uh, the spiritual aspect of that because we are trained in the skills and God has given us the training and the skills that we need through the Word of God to do our assignment, what He's called us to do because we're not, none of us are all called to do the same thing. We're all called to do, you know, some of us might share similarities in the callings, but they're different. We minister in totally different ways. But that's our calling. That's what we do. And so in the military, they have chosen fields. I was associated with the military for about 30 years, so I do know a little bit about it. I, I never was in the military, so I didn't have any training. But God has been training me <laughs> in the spiritual realm. They are trained to do battle with their enemy. In this training, they are taught to use their weapons. The soldiers will become experts in using their rifles and experts in using their knives and hand-to-hand combat and the grenades. They're taught hand-to-hand combat against their enemy in combat. And saints, there are no rules here. When they are fighting this battle, whether it's hand-to-hand combat or any other, there is no rules for your enemy is out to kill you. And your job is to do it first. Your job is to get to them. And in this case, Satan and his demonic spirits, it's your job to get him before he gets to you. Are you hearing me? As a matter of fact, you had better be precise with all of these weapons, especially the grenades. Because if you aren't skillful, instead of blowing up your enemy, you're going to blow your own self up. And what you need to understand here is that some of us are blowing ourselves up all the time just with the words. And not being skilled in the words that we should be speaking. 
Another thing you might want to consider is that our military enemies shoot to kill and will sometimes take hostages. However, our enemies, Satan, never take hostages. He never takes hostages. His aim is to take you out and to take you out any way he can. He'll take you out through sickness in your bodies, He'll, you know, through diseases, uh, accidents or self-destruction. He don't care. He doesn't care that, you know, and there is a spirit, as you know, a lot of people don't understand this, but there's a spirit of suicide. It's a spirit. Suicide is a spirit. And you can come against, as a matter of fact, you, there's uh, certain places that people can be that has never even thought about suicide in their life. And they can be in a certain environment where somebody has, you know, things have gone on in the demonic realm and they will actually get these thoughts in their minds that never even cross their minds. People just don't all of a sudden decide they want to kill themselves. It's the enemy. Enemy. He's trying to take you out. And if he can't take you out, he'll get you to take yourself out. God arms his soldiers with a different weapon, and that weapon is your tongue. Saints, it is the only offensive spiritual weapon that we have, but it is the only one that we need. We don't need another one. Are you hearing me? Spiritually speaking, we all carry a loaded gun right below our noses. Right below our noses. It's called a mouth. Our words are like bullets. And sometimes we're uh, shooting it off more often than we should about things that we shouldn't and it gets us in trouble. Ephesians 6.11 instructs us, he says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And that's what he does. Unlike the soldiers in our military, our war is not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So therefore, our training and our weapons are different from the soldiers in our military defending our country. And you may not have given a lot of thought to this, but just as the angels in heaven hear your voice, hear your words, so does the demons in hell, and they both act on your words. Are you hearing me? When you are confessing the word of God, the angels are standing by to hearken to that word and to hasten to it and to bring it about. But also there's demonic forces around. And when you're speaking negative and anti what God's word says, they are also standing by to hearken to that word and they also will bring it about. And Psalms 103, verse 20 in the God word translation says, Praise the Lord, all his angels, the mighty beings who carry out his orders and are ready to obey his spoken words. He said, praise the Lord, all his armies, his servants who carry out his will. Saints, we are his servants, right? We are, we are the servants of God. We are servants of the Most High God. So we carry out his will and by giving voice to his word. Your words are powerful. The word of God makes it clear how powerful they are. And we will be held accountable for every idle word, which means non-working. Any, any word that is not being, is not effective, that's non-working, that's not accomplishing anything. He says, it's, you're going to be held accountable for it, whether it slipped out of your mouth or not. It might not seem like so big a deal to you, but God takes it very seriously. If you read the word from the book of Genesis to Revelation, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands probably of scriptures on there about our mouth and about the danger of it. And if it wasn't so important, then he wouldn't be putting all those scriptures in there. And he tells us over and over and over again the power that we have. We can, we can speak life and we can speak death 
It, it's up to us. But most people are sitting back and blaming God for the things that's going on in their lives when really it was you are the culprit. You are the one that brought the things on yourselves. In Matthew 12, it says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Verse 36, But I say to you, for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. He says in verse 37, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. In other words, you will be proved innocent or guilty by the words you speak. The Message Bible puts it this way. It says that every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. He said, and it says, there will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. He said, take them seriously. God does. And I never get tired of teaching God's word. I never get tired of instructing those in the word because I know the, the importance of it. And I know from my own ex experience, from my personal life, how those words have brought me from one place to another. And without those words, it's the words that get you to where you're going. So if you're not pleased with where you are or what's going on in your life, you can change it just by changing your thoughts and the words coming out of your mouth. And, and you can't do it overnight. It takes time. You didn't get bound up and get in bondage over these things overnight. They happen over a period of time. So in order to get unbound, to get loosed from this, you're going to have to start practicing and spending more time in God's Word and not expecting, as Brother Hagin says, to fall on you like ripe cherries because it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And you can come up here and we can pray for you. And we can do all, we can do everything spiritual. But unless you actually get the Word in you, and get, and get the faith, you know, the witness is where your faith is coming from, is through that word. And if you're not getting that word, you're not getting that faith. And if you're not getting that faith, then you can't receive. And if you can't receive, you're going to be doing without. It's about as simple as that. Not simple, but that's the way it is. According to Proverbs 21, 23, he said, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Saints, the word troubles translated in today's scripture verse actually means anxieties. In other words, don't speak your worries. Worry is simply negative thinking, negative thinking about people, places, things, or conditions. Worry is actually a lack of confidence in God's protection and His provision. That's what it is. Actually, in Deuteronomy, it says uh, worry is a sin. And you don't want to be sinning. And I hear a lot of people, too, say, well, uh, Pastor Joe, I can't help it. <laughs> I, just, I just can't help it. I just worry. I, you know, everything, and I get, I'm worried about everything. Well, you know, as long as you're worrying about it, you're blocking God, and He can't help you. He can't help you until you start trusting Him. And once you start trusting Him, then He can help you. Are you hearing me? He says here in Proverbs 2123 message Bible says, Watch your words and hold your tongue, and you'll save yourself a lot of grief. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Saints, if you struggle in this area, you can go to God and you can tell Him, Lord, guard my lips. I need your help. Help me to think before I speak. And that's what David did. In the God Word translation in Psalms 39, David said, O Lord, set a guard at my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. Hallelujah. 
And in James chapter 1, verse 26, it says, If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not rattle his tongue, he deceives his heart and his religion is worthless. That's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. For sure, words are powerful things. God's words were so powerful that they actually created everything. According to Genesis 1, they created the whole universe and us. And we are created in His image and in His likeness. And He tells us that as He is, so are we. And He says that we can do whatever He did, only do it better. Praise the Lord. And your words, like I said, can do powerful things. According to Proverbs 18:21, which used to be my license plate down in North Carolina, is that the power of life and death are in your tongue. Things like I said before. And like I said, if you don't like your way, like your life today, change your words. Words that you have spoken in the past, for the most part, have shaped your life for today. And that is so hard for people to understand. And it's really, in a way, it's kind of hard for me to understand. In one way, in one sense, it's not. Because from year, you know, from years and years and years of being taught to speak the Word, and when I first became a Christian, that was one of the first things that the Lord began to impress upon me was the words of my mouth. And he likened it to so many things. And as, as the Lord speaks to you, he speaks it to you in your language and in a voice that, in your way of talking, so that you understand what he's saying. And he gives you examples so you can understand what he's saying. We were talking about the power of life and death being uh, in your tongue. And this is a, an example. Maybe this will help you to understand what I'm trying to say. That, that the power of life and death, for instance, can be seen in jury trials, you know, in the jury trials, where witnesses and jury members can speak words that might literally determine whether a defendant lives or dies. They have that power to determine. You know, of course, they go through the testimonies and this and that and the other, but they're the ones that make that final decision as to whether this person is, is going to be um, guilty or innocent. And in some cases, life and death situations. So many believers don't recognize the importance of what they think about. And they don't think about the words coming out of their mouths either. As a matter of fact, most believers don't recognize, as I said earlier, that their power is directly under their nose. Right here. Did you know that the tongue is the only tool that gets sharper with use? The more you use it, the sharper it gets. I'm sure that probably everyone in here at one time or another has experienced somebody using a sharp tongue on you. Saying some sharp words or saying some words maybe they didn't come out sounding so sharp, but they cut you like a surgeon's scalpel. You know, and what's so amazing is that those words can cut you whether they're spoken orally or on, on paper. You know, I've had people, had someone not long, a couple of years ago, but I've had it several times, but a couple of years ago comes to mind that I have received an email from someone that I cared about very deeply. And every word that I was reading was like cutting me like a surgeon's scalpel. And they weren't seeing it, but it was on paper. But that's a sharp tongue that can cut you without them even being there. Just think how powerful your words are whether you're speaking them orally, you know, to someone, or you're putting them on paper. They have the same effect. They're going to cut. 
a revelation that the Lord gave me a long time ago is that when I speak words contrary to what his word says, I'm actually giving Satan a foothold. I'm giving him access into my life. In Ephesians 4.27, it says, don't give Satan a foothold. Don't give him a foothold. But God is saying that when we don't speak his words and we speak other things, then we are giving him a foothold. In other words, we're opening up the door and inviting him in to do his damage. And a lot of people wonder, well, I don't understand how this happened to me. I don't know where that came from. But if they were to go back and, and, and think about some of the things they've been saying maybe over the last few weeks, the last few months, or even the last few days, then they would recognize that it was them that brought it in. You were the one that opened the door. And you don't have to open it much. You just crack it. So I began to pray this prayer. I prayed, Lord, I pray that today that you will put a guard on my mouth and a bridle on my tongue so that I won't give Satan a foothold in my life. In the name of Jesus. Saints, words can be your salvation. However, words can also be your damnation. Many believers don't realize how detrimental their words are in producing their outcome and how much harm they can do with their words, as I was just saying. The Word tells us in James chapter 3, verse 10, it says, Out of the same mouth come for blessing and cursing. These things, my brethren, ought not to be so. He says, As a rudder guides a ship, and a bit in a horse's mouth causes him to go in, in the right direction, so also your tongue can guide your thoughts, guide your emotions and your body into paths of prosperity and success. And it also, and it can be a tremendous power of good. It can also, your tongue can actually bring sickness on you. But you also need to know that on the negative side, your tongue can be used to do damage and destroy your physical body. It can steal your health, rob you of your finances, and rob you of your family. Think about that. God tells us in Psalms 32, 9, and not to be like a horse or a mule, which like understanding, which must have their mouths held firm with bit and bridle, or else they will they'll not come with you. In other words, he's saying, don't be stubborn like a mule that doesn't have any understanding. But the Bible says, get understanding, you know. In other words, don't let your mouth be the cause of your destruction. Don't let your mouth keep you from receiving your healing or keep you living on barely get alone street. You will live on barely get along street as long as you live until you turn that ship around. I've lived on both. <laughs> I've lived on a street of more than enough, and I've lived on barely get along street. And I really like it better the other way. But you know, when we're listening to sermons, um, you're listening to the Word, you're taking it to heart. Uh, you're reading your Bible, you're meditating on the Word, you're listening to spiritual music, uh, you're listening to the Word, you're, you, you kind of stay tuned in like that. And, and it takes practice. You can't just come Sunday morning and listen to an hour service and then go back home and do nothing. And then come back next Sunday and expect things to change in your life and think that prayer is going to make everything all right. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to put some effort into it. You're going to have to put some time into it. And you're going to have to let go of some other things that's robbing your time and make time for the Lord. And when you make time for Him, He'll make time for you. Are you hearing me? James 2 and 6 says, You set on fire the course of nature by what you speak. Think about that, saints. Because just as heaven acts on your words, so does hell act on your words, as I said before. Your life can turn around almost overnight almost overnight, just by renewing your mind and changing the way you think and the way you speak. I know it's not easy, 
But I believe with the help of the Holy Spirit that you can do it. It's just a matter of being disciplined and making um, sacrifices. You know, a lot of people say, I don't have time to do this. Well, you can get up earlier in the morning. You can set your alarm clock and get up 15 or 20 minutes earlier in the mornings. Or you could take a, an extra, you know, uh, split your lunch hour in half and use some of your time at your lunch hour to go over the Word. Or before you turn the TV on at night, uh, you could you could spend some time with the Lord. Or either you could put on something that's uh, a teacher, somebody's teaching the Word. There's all kinds of ways. I mean, you know, we have it in our phone. Some of them have it in their watch. You know, got smart watches. But why are we still so dumb? We, we, we are spoon-fed. Spoon-fed. And yet we are so dumb that we can't get it. And I don't mean that ugly. I just mean you got to get it. And if I have to say something like that to get your attention, that's okay. Because I was dumb too. And sometimes still am a little bit. Because I don't always get it right away. So I'm not only talking about yourself, I'm talking about me too. But like I said, you got smart watches, you got smartphones, you got computers, laptops, iPads, TVs. I mean, you can download anything. And most of us are downloading anything. But it's not the anything that's going to help you. It's things that will distract you, that robs you of your time, is what it is. I can go on, I don't like to look on Facebook very often. But I can start out to check on one thing, and the next thing I know, I've spent 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, I realize, what are you doing? What are you doing? 99% of the stuff on Facebook is not worth watching or looking at. There are some good things on Facebook. I put stuff on Facebook. I'm just saying a lot of that stuff we don't need. There's other things that's going to help us the most, more. Jesus says we can do all things through him that strengthens us, that infuses us with his power, according to Philippians 4.13. Praise God. And you can do this. I know that you can. Renewing our minds is a process. It's something that we work on daily. The word tells us in Proverbs 14.12, there is a way that seems right to a man and appears straight before him, but at the end of it is the way of death. What God is saying here is, is that when you speak and agree with the world's way of doing things, that it might seem right, but it really leads to death. It leads to sickness and poverty and destruction. But it may seem right to you, but it's not right. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. During this unsettling and fearful time, do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, 
Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call at 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Thank you, Lord, that according to your word, you stand behind every word and every promise, and that you watch over your word to perform it. And I thank you, Lord, that your angels, your mighty ones, are standing by to hearken to the voice of your word, who carry out your plans, who carry out your orders, and are ready to obey your spoken orders. And I thank you that your soldiers know the voice of the Good Shepherd and will not follow the voice of a stranger. I thank you that when we're in a battle with our enemies, it's a spiritual battle. It's a battle against the principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. And Father, I thank you for arming us with the weapon that we need to be the victorious one. And that weapon is your word. And we do battle by wielding the sword of the Spirit. We will not speak words that gives our enemy a foothold. But we will only speak words that heaven acts on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the world